And I actually heard an analogy. Well, it was actually Nick sent it to me. It was a, a quote he found that if you're perfectly balanced, you're at zero. You know, there's <laughs> you're not on either side. Right. You're not giving to either side. All right, welcome back to the Align Life Pro. Mike Indolfo here, otherwise known as the Lab Rat or the Guinea Pig. I am joined, as always, by New York Times bestselling author Michael Lennington and the queen of coaching, Kristen Tabbert. Kristen, what are we going to talk about today? Well, we've kind of been throwing you under the bus a little bit about commitment, but I want to kind of bring it back to me as the coach because I haven't exactly been committed to this process in a way that steps up and shows excellence. And what I mean by that is we have real day jobs. We have real paying clients. You've got your clients. I've got people who pay me to show up and and do things with them. And what we're doing right now is a case study. It's a labor of love. I mean, I have a lot of, I have a lot of vested interest in this process working well, but at the same time, when push comes to shove and I have competing priorities between my time spent with you and people who are paying me money, which Mike is not paying me right now for those of you that, that are listening. He's um, paying me in bourbon though. That's <laughs> true. That's true. So <laughs> that's the interruption jar right there. So, you know, I have to, I have to measure those and, and my instinct and my, my urgency bone says go to my paying clients and it's easy to say, okay, I'll get back to Mike and I'll follow up on these things with, with him or his team. And then another client steps into that void again. And then another, I, I get more and more distance from the task at hand. And as a result, we made some commitments a couple of episodes ago of what we were going to do moving forward in terms of consistency and planning. And we took copious notes and we both walked away from that and got engaged in the day to day and neither one of us followed up on it. So I want to talk about interest versus commitment because I am hugely interested in this being a success. Sure. I'm interested I'm I'm interested in being committed to the process. <laughs> but when the tyranny of the urgent steps in, my paying clients get my my attention and my focus in the moment. So I want to talk about that commitment and what that looks like moving forward. We both have sides of this coin that we have to deliver on. And and are we up to the task of being committed to this process in a way that's going to drive results? If you're successful, Mike, I'm going to be successful. Absolutely. And that, and there's and that's actually one of the things they kind of a driving force too. It's like I can't knowing that I don't want to let you down because you know you're putting yourself out there and if I execute and show that you were able to help us, it's gonna it is gonna be uh, hopefully good for your business too. Not hopefully it's going to be. I mean we've we're already seeing it. We're we're hosting and actually I guess you don't anybody who wants to get in on this can get in on it. But we do a live clubhouse call uh, every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Eastern. And we're, you know, we're getting a following and people are interested in the project. And it's something that I want to make sure that those people come to you and say, hey, can you do for me what you did for Mike and Chrissy? Absolutely. I mean, the the ultimate goal in all this is we create such a systematized process. We write a book that says step one, step two, step three, step four. And if you execute it you were very likely to hit some of the same results that you'll be getting. Wow, Ch- change is messy though. I mean, you're, you're, you can have the greatest plan in the world, but it's going to, you're going to execute it. And in a week or two, you're going to realize I made some mistakes in the planning process and you've got to adjust and adapt. So the, this kind of messiness you're talking about, you're never going to eliminate that. 
what I'm thinking is that for everybody who wants to go through this, it's going to be different for all of them. They're not going to do it exactly the way you guys are laying this out, but it, it is, it is a, a general approach that I really like. And I think when you talk about commitment, Mike talked in the last episode or maybe two episodes ago about this kind of, if I get this activity, that means I don't see Chrissy as much because she's out doing all this work. And so I've got this kind of pull, push pull effect on me, right? So someone's pulling me in this direction, but it's pushing me the other direction. You're experiencing the same thing now. It's not the Chrissy issue. It's your, you didn't count the costs of not applying the time to your paying clients. So what are you going to do about that? It's one thing to say, I got this problem. What are you going to do about that is my question to you. How are you going to- Shut up. Nobody likes you. Okay. Uh, that is the term of endearment on the show. I just want to make sure that you know we don't get hate mail. Or that's what that's exactly. what tell me. When people yell at me and make fun of me, that's the terms of endearment. Yeah, that's shut up, nobody likes you. No, push buttons. What that means is he did. He yeah. hit. He hit a sore spot with me, and it's it's a really valid valid. Um, Which I'm to pay for later. No, you're not. It's a very valid question, and it's it's what we're going to be because in the process of Mike growing his business and me being here to help him with that, my business has doubled. In this, so now I've got more commitment and it is a problem that I'm going to have to work out. And if we can, we can triangulate this, we're going to have gold. We're going to have lightning in a bottle. This episode actually, I guess is going to be coming out around the 4th of July. For me, it's the cost is one thing and making sure that I identify all those costs. And because it's, that's, that's really hard no, it is. to identify all those costs that you're going to have to pay when you think of, okay, these are the sacrifices I'm going to have to make in order for this to happen. But if I can keep my mind focused on what am I getting for that cost? I'm getting that freedom. Like I'm getting the freedom that, you know, that the free spirit truly wants because I embrace the structure that I need to get that freedom. And I always tell people that I, I, um, the visual for me is, is being able to go live in Italy in a house that I own for three months out of the year. Because that symbolizes freedom of time, freedom of money, freedom of commitments. It means that the systems are, are going and the business is going. That To me, that, that's the ultimate symbol for me for uh, freedom. Yeah, absolutely. So, it's interesting. Structure creates freedom. And I want to make one other point. I think I just discovered how you're going to get paid. We're going we're to, Italy. Go to Italy. Italy. Yeah, well, yeah well, you know that's the truth. Yeah, yeah. yeah he does this yeah. then. Um, but to answer your question, the, the very first and easiest answer for both of us, Mike, is structuring our time and allocating our time to the most important things. Okay. Michael mentioned in the last episode that we have to identify the things that we have to say no to in order to say yes to the most important things. And so I have to prioritize and calendarize who gets what. And so it's not you get my leftover time. It's you get a very specific chunk of time on a very specific day so we know on wednesdays wednesday's a great day for us because we do our our morning wham on wednesdays 7 we talk about our um our episodes and what we're going to reiterate on our our clubhouse and reinforce there 7 and Which people can join don't forget join on exactly yeah. so we've got we've got structure in that day already and and it, Wednesdays right now are a little more flexible for me. So rather than filling it with other things, I need to schedule and systematize all the follow-ups and the things that need to be done for me to be ready to meet with your team on Thursday morning then. Well, it, you know what that is, right? Why? Because your price to pay, your your cost is uh, distracted by writing his book So <laughs> on Wednesdays. And so he doesn't, ha he's not as much of a cost on those days that is a good point a cost by the way sometimes you're just a little more bargain than others <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. So well, you know, you've got you've got other commitments too. I mean, you've got two new grandchildren who you are getting pulled in different directions for. I pull you in different directions. Your business clearly is your top priority, which it should be because you're you're being paid by your clients. But it's it's balanced in the context of your family, which is really you know there's this this kind of push pull, right? And and Mike's Mike's going through the same thing. You know, when when Chrissy keeps going and going and going, she's like the Energizer Bunny, and you don't see her then. That starts to breed some resentment. Not that you're resentful of Chrissy, but you're resentful of the the prosperity of of the leads that are coming in. And so, because that resentment is there, whether you're consciously tapping into it or not, you begin to take your foot off the gas. You know, you begin to say things to Chrissy that influence her perpetual nature. You know, she'll begin to take her foot off the gas a little bit. No, you know, no, you think that won't happen? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't really think Chrissy will. will. It's actually, and it's actually, and almost the opposite. Like I might make myself overly available to try to catch her when she's available. Mm-hmm. And so then she, the resentment would probably actually come. It, it's both ways for sure. In the past, it's been both ways. It's, you know, I'm resenting the fact that I'm not getting the time that I want with her. And then she'll resent the fact that I'm not doing the things that you know, I'm just kind of almost waiting for mm-hmm. her. I thought she, you were going to say that she resents the time you want to spend with her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she probably does. Yeah. No, well, you uh, know, the no. thing though you guys are going through though, if you've asked your team to step up and really pick up their game, yeah. they've also got those commitment issues, right? Yeah. So at home, so what am I willing, what's, what am I willing to say no to? And it's okay if they can't say yes to this opportunity. I think the structure of understand what you're going to say yes to and understand that every yes hasn't, has an accompanying no is it's so important. Yeah. yeah. I bump up against this a lot with clients, especially with real estate agents. You, you, in the moment when you tell somebody yes, you don't think about what the no needs to be because you really believe in that moment that saying yes, you, you can do all the things that you say you're going to do. But each yes that piles on um, and the things that you don't say no to, now your yeses begin to diminish or you've let somebody down completely altogether because you haven't been able to show up. You can't get there. You, you've overcommitted. And, you know, I, I bump up against that myself. You guys always... Especially right now when people are like, well, what if this is the house? We've we've written seven offers and we haven't gotten the house yet. Right. You know, I've got this, I'm being selfish. I've got this call with Kristen that's going to make me better and make me execute. And and actually what the call with Kristen does is it helps me be more efficient with my time. It, It increases the value of my day. And then I get to work on having more capacity for growth. But I'm going to go make sure that this one house is seen just for the off chance that it's the perfect house that we are able to win and then i start chasing leads instead of attracting what i really want that's profound because people have this belief that my my customer service offers i'm always available i'm always going to be be helping clients always but if you do that you're really not maximizing the opportunity to serve those clients because you don't take time for yourself to get better at what you do you're not you're not able to deliver your best because you're not getting better you just absolutely you really diminish the quality of it you actually lower client service by being 100 percent available. if your value is in your availability then you're not very valuable valuable. had a conversation with a client today and it was around what do i love what do i tolerate and what do I need to eliminate in that what do I tolerate bucket? She actually said no to um, a referral, a very good referral. You know, it was in her sweet spot, her neighborhood, her everything that she wanted to do, except for she had planned some time away to go visit family that she hadn't seen in a while, hadn't had time to do it. And then she realized after she accepted this referral, she went, I'm going to be working on the four days that I'm gone. 
I'm not going to be spending time with my family. I am just feeding more into those things that I tolerate or things I, I need to eliminate. So she called the referral back and said, I'm going to hand this back to you or let's collaborate together and figure out who we hand it off to since you referred it to me to begin with. But I'm not I'm not willing to say yes to this because it's not a good fit for anybody to be served in this situation. And so then I helped her by giving, she said, I'm not going to take my laptop with me. I said, good, put it in the closet right now. And uh, she said, I have permission to put my laptop away. That's what I needed. I'm not going to take it with me. I'm not going to work. Now, she wasn't going to take it, but just having some of that reinforcement. So That's pretty awesome. That's a, that's a good story. It's a very good story. And I'm anxious to hear how, how everything panned out because I believe whoever they put that referral into the, that agent's hands they will have better served the client than even though... Even if their agent would have chosen to serve the client, mm-hmm. just just knowing that in the back of their heads, like I could have been, you know, on vacation with my family. Yeah. It's, and, it's going to be hard to rise above that. Oh, number. absolutely. And the family is there going, are you yeah, done yet? Right. Are you done yet? Yeah. <laughs> you know? And then you don't get a real break. Mm-mm. And then, and then, so then you're never as efficient as you could have been. And the family feels second. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not what we want. We're never going to be able to balance work and family. Right. It will never balance. And I actually heard an analogy. Well, it's actually Nick sent it to me. It was a, a quote he found that if you're perfectly balanced, you're at zero. You know, there's <laughs> you're not on either side. Right. You're not giving to either side. And I thought that was interesting. And we talk about intentional imbalance all the time. Okay, if I'm going to be at work today, be at work today, you know knowing that there's going to be a cost. Maybe it's a longer day today. And if I'm going to choose to be with my family, then be with the family. Don't half-ass it. Don't don't mix it up. Don't give it all to one, give it all to the other. You can't you can't divide your focus and and have results with that division. All right. If you want that kind of wisdom on a daily basis or a weekly basis, it's probably more likely. Every other week actually is what it would be. Reach out to Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-I-N at resultspathway.com. And she would love to hear from you. And even if you want to hire Michael, you can reach out to Kristen <laughs> that way too. And you can still, you know, maybe have a Michael in for a workshop for, for your team if you would like to go that route. Stay tuned. Stay it's tuned. a work in progress. You're going to hear a lot of the same things over and over again. Yeah. Think well, of- yes and no. I mean, I, I think we're going to have a lot, you know, we'll see progress by next, by the next time we talk. We will. And it's, yeah. but it is going to revolve around the things like, are you executing your plan? Yep. Are you keeping score? Are you really allocating your time to the most strategic um, and, and high value activities in your day? Or are you getting distracted and getting caught up in, I just want to go fight a fire because it distracts me from. It feels good. Yeah, it does. It you, you feel like you save the day. And, and the core foundational activities of our business can become mundane, boring. You know, it, it can become just a grind, but they're what drives the numbers. It's what drives the results. If you play any kind of sports, you know that it's not about winning the game. It's the practice and the the fundamental drills you put in that got you good enough to win that game. Yep. You stop practicing, you'll stop winning games. So it's not nice about winning side. the games. You've been talking to Jim Harbaugh. No. <laughs> um, no Sorry, I, Jim. Jim. So uh, we'll see you next time on the Align Life Pro. 